I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players, and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. I enjoyed that one. It was uh, back and forth a little. Some some sketchy moments in there. I always say you're not going to dominate for 60 minutes, and the Flyers certainly let the Kings grab a uh, grab some momentum that maybe they they could have they could have prevented. But hey, at the end of the day. What counts is getting the two points, and they got those two points. Uh, overall effort was good again. They seem to make a point to uh, seem to make a point to you know drive their offense from lower in the zone, which is, as you know, all that matters to me. That they actually try to score goals from the places where goals are actually scored. Uh, won the shot battle, thirty-one twenty-seven. So that's good. Actually, killed four penalties. Uh, wow, power plays were five to one. Don't know, normally see that kind of. Uh, don't normally see that kind of disparity. I wouldn't think, but such is life. Uh, you know, sure they give up the one power play goal, but it, it's Jeff Carter, and this 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 penalty kills awful. Honestly, killing four out of five. What's that like eighty percent? I would kill for this team to be at eighty percent. So. Um, overall good effort. Nick, uh, Nick Albe Q Bell looking still like he belongs in limited ice time. This Sandheim ice time thing is, uh, starting to get perplexing. I mean, he doesn't every now and then he has some bad turnovers, but I, I mean, if it just seems odd that he, he's just that guy who seems to get judged on a different scale than everybody else. Uh, he finishes the game with 13:32 of of total ice time and that is let's see here Folin had 18:29 so yeah 5 minutes less uh than the next closest guy and uh, what did he do he got some power play time a little bit of a penalty kill time but not really not really a ton there um yeah, Gudis twenty thirty six, but five minutes on the on the PK. So he basically played. That's they're using Sanheim Gudis as a third pair, and uh, it was actually uh, Ariel Melendez, I believe, brought this up on Twitter um, about Sanheim's ice time. The one thing you can say uh, about the one thing that maybe we can pin it on that isn't just awful. Um, awful coaching, awful usage, which, you know, is probably the case. Um, yeah. Well, I lost my train of thought looking at the comments, making sure everyone could hear me, but it looks like Ken. Uh, Hackstall's usage, always questionable. And when it's a guy like Sanheim, obviously we read into it. He doesn't trust kids because he's got the history of, of just not trusting the kids. Um but the one thing and that uh, Ariel brought up on Twitter was uh, the thing about splitting up Provorov and Ghost is you both you want them both to play a lot. So uh, if they're split up, 
that third pair just isn't going to get used that much. It's a, uh, it's a shame because I really feel like that Sanheim Gudis pair is playing very well. And I want to see their role expand. And it's more frustrating to me than anything, because if the idea with Sanheim's development is we're trying, we're trying to build his confidence by sheltering him. We're trying not to put too much on his plate. We want him to succeed. And at a certain point we'll build him up to where he does start getting, you know, second pair type of ice time. That's all well and good except for the fact that's what you should have been doing last year, and this year should be his off-and-running season. Uh, I'm hoping that my my comparison preseason was Travis Konechny. Travis Konechny had the uh, you know up-and-down, somewhat tumultuous rookie season under, under Hack, and then year two eventually gets put on line one and he's off and running. Um, my hope is that that holds with Sanheim. Uh, I, I, I think... It was December 23rd last year when uh, when TK got put on that top line and never looked back. So I'm hoping that by Christmas, or uh, listen, I would love it sooner. I, I want it on Saturday. But I'm hoping that by Christmas that Sanheim has strung together enough strong games as, you know, two good games in a row. I really think, uh, I think Meltzer put it out there. He played bad against the Islanders, but overall has been very good this year. I agree with that assessment. Uh I, I want. I, I just hope he can string t- together a bunch of strong games and basically just make make a case for you're crazy if you're not gonna uh, if you're not gonna increase my ice time. I already think he's making that case, but just uh, you know, put up a couple of points, a couple of make a couple of noticeable uh, plays, and suddenly Hackstall will have to notice. But I do think there's something too with Provorov and Ghost being split up. There is only so much ice time because those are your two best players on defense. Uh, but beyond that, I mean, I not a ton of complaints. I would love to see uh, Albe Cubell get more ice time as well. But, you know, it's the fourth line. You can't get too crazy about fourth line minutes. Man, Dale Weiss, another strong game, uh, has the assist, a uh, couple of scoring chances. If he buries a couple of those, he's having, he's having a hell of a year. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I like the look of that line with – Wheel at center, and you got the two big bodies and Simmons and Weiss. They're doing a good job of playing with the puck down low. Uh, that's just something I'm, I'm all about, man. It's we always hear about get pucks in deep, you know, and all that, but it's not just about getting them deep and then getting them back out to the point. It's about getting them deep and really putting pressure on the defense. You see it with the Flyers' defense all the time. String together a couple of passes below the top of the circles, and the defense panics. They will lose their man. There's no clutch and grab. There's no holding. You're not allowed to defend with your stick at all. You will get open and get a scoring chance if you play with the puck down low long enough. And this team has the guys to do it, as we're seeing, especially with the uh, the second line with Patrick Lindblom and Voracek. Another really strong game for them. Another couple of momentum shifts out of those guys. And as we're seeing now with the wheel, Simmons, and guys, it's as crazy to me as it is to you, but Dale freaking Weiss. Dale Weiss is a positive contributor for this team right now. Uh, yeah, listen. When JVR comes back, yeah, actually, I can't even say that. When JVR comes back, I would like to see Lawton moved over to 4C. And let's go with, with Weiss. Um, let's go with Weiss, Lawton, uh, Lawton centering the fourth line. And uh, and all like Q Bell, because I'm really liking what I'm seeing out of him on that fourth line. Let's do that. Uh, of course, you know, if Raffle comes back, Raffle, Weiss, if we, whatever. You know, Raffle's a good player. I like Raffle, but I'm not... Going, I'm not going crazy trying to get him back in the lineup if that line's rolling. 
Um, but you know how injuries go. You know, as soon as you know, JVR and Ralph will come back, someone else will go down, and we'll start this all over again. But I'm liking what I'm seeing out of everybody. On G with that big goal tonight, honestly, the least standout line is uh, is the Katoria Giroux connecting line. Again, a night like tonight where I'm sure they're matched up with uh, sure they're matched up with Kopitar a ton. You know, you got your two number one centers. As long as they don't beat you, that's that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good matchup. And what was that line tonight? Uh, yeah, G plus two, Konechny plus one, Couturier plus two. So, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you get the tough matchup and you come out ahead, that's that's big. Um, like I said, guys, I, I got to be out of here at 2 o'clock, so I can't hang around forever talking to you guys. Um, I have the overnight shift with Big Daddy Graham, as I do every Thursday and the Friday morning. Uh, so I got to be out of here. I'm only going to miss the first segment. I told him if I leave my house by 2, I can be at WIP by 2.20 and only miss one segment. So with that said, let's get this going. Let's roll it over to you guys. Um, all right, let's see first. Provy looking a ton better in the last two. Yeah, man, sometimes it's just confidence. Uh, and after, I think... Uh, on October 20th, I believe, is when he said he doesn't think he was off to that bad of a start. He was. But he just needs a couple of bounces, a couple of things to get going for him, and he'll go from good to great. You know what? Facts aside, I need a guy to like him to be confident, and he is, and he's turning it around, and that's huge because I say this all the time. This team is built with a couple of – you need a couple of things to be true. A couple of assumptions have to come true for this team. One of the assumptions – like, one of the things this team is built on is Provorov is a number one defenseman. When he wasn't playing like it, they looked like absolute freaking crap. Uh, now, and again, I'm fully recognizing that the Ducks and the and the Kings are, are, are very bad teams. The Ducks are one of the worst defensive teams in hockey. The Kings are off to a terrible start. Um uh, they are so damn slow. It's it's unbelievable. That first period, the Flyers looked like the Colorado Avalanche compared to compared to the freaking Kings. Um, it was so uh, again. I'm I realize we're judging this team on a you know, but beating the teams you're supposed to beat is a step, and it is a big step for this team considering how they've played down to their competition um, over the years and to start this season and. Uh, you know, historically, it's been an, a bit of an issue. Beating teams you're supposed to beat, stringing wins together, getting confident, all huge right now. No wheel penalties tonight. Yeah, I was pretty pretty pleased with that. Simmons line had that awesome cycle. Problem in hack system is that they got nowhere near the net. Yeah, I don't think that's a problem with, um, with Hacksaw's system because earlier in the game they were turning those into um, – into scoring opportunities, both uh, both the Simmons line uh, centered by Wheel and the Patrick line were kind of peeling off and turning those into opportunities. You saw the uh, the cycle. I can't remember what period it was in, but um, Wheel got pinched off by uh, by Dowdy. Simmons comes over, helps out. Wheel gets the puck back and then finds Weiss on the back door. Um, you know, for a scoring opportunity, really needed to be a goal. That would have been a huge goal for them at the time, but. You know, I, I think that was more just we're protecting the lead. Let's just hold it down low, which is a much better strategy than turtle up and, uh, you know, hope to block a shot on defense. I'd much rather be possessing the puck in the offensive zone than just, oh, yeah, we'll just block shots, hopefully. That's a much better strategy. But, yeah, the as much as a, a possession like that with a lead is huge, and I tweeted this, a, a possession with the lead like that is huge, um, a goal there breaks them. 
And of course, on the very next shift, Giroux gets a goal. And I have to believe it was at least, I mean, it's a, it's a misplay that leads to it, but it's at least in part due to some momentum built up on the shift before it. Uh, do you think we might win three in a row if Laterra keeps providing the pregame blow cane for free? Maybe he has a good West Coast connect. Maybe that's what it is. Called up some of his buddies. I don't want to. Uh. Elliot looks solid when he's on the team needs to be on. Yeah, absolutely. And they're limiting the shots against it as well. Um, let's see. I want to know how many actual shots they had. Shot reports. Yeah, I want to know how many actually actual shots. They had it even strength, the Kings. Yeah, I mean, 21 shots at even strength um, compared to the 28 the Flyers had. Five of their shots, the Kings on the power play. So the Flyers are really limiting teams' opportunities at five on five. I know I don't think of the Flyers. I think of the Flyers as an actively bad defensive team. Uh, and they do give up. I, I, I say all the time that... Um, it seems like every mistake ends up in the back of the net and it's kind of an indictment on the goalies, which is somewhat true. However, their mistakes are so glaring, like their mistakes lead to three on ones below the hash marks. And it's like, well, yes, of course, every mistake ends up in the back of the net. If that's the mistake, you're supposed to score in that situation. Uh, Elliot had the one, um, I believe it was the Kovalchuk goal. He really needs to eat up that. Uh, he really needs to eat up that rebound. But all's well that ends okay. If you only give up two a night, your team should win, and that's what he's looking at right now. And can't complain about Brian Elliott. Uh, he is what he is. He's an average goaltender. If the team keeps the chances to the outside for the most part, really limits his work. Um, you know, and the coach manages him. Starting to be some games in a row here. Uh, now you're going to the Sharks, and it's a tougher game. They're gonna they're gonna pelt some shots at you. Uh, they're probably going to go back to Elliott. Then you got two days off and you're in Arizona. Do you go to Elliott again? Like it's, it's going to get to that point. It got to that point last December when, when hack dressed Elliott, you know, every game, uh, he, he started Elliott every game that month. And what happened a month later, he was hurt because he's worn down because he's a 33 year old man. Uh, so I, this is something to keep an eye on. I know a lot of the, a lot of the criticism of Hackstall is his integration of young players and player usage, like I talked about with uh, with Sanheim. But honestly, like my biggest issue with him, especially last season, was his handling of the netminders. Uh, and granted, at a certain point, we were just down to our, you know, it's like, oh, man, they really need to get Alex Lyon in there. No one would have said that a month ago. Like it was when you're down to your sixth goaltender, you can only you, you can only play who's available. Uh, but. I think Hackstall could do some things to prevent those situations from happening. It's something they need to keep an eye on as uh, as the games start to pile up here. Provorov looked good again. Now, if Ghost needs to now uh, now Ghost needs to net one. Yeah, Ghost needs to. Uh, I think Ghost has been solid, but he can be a lot better playing with Christian Folin. You're going to spend a lot of time in the defensive zone. Just is what it is. Um, I get the idea of pairing those two together, but at this point. It just seems like they only have five D-men. And I think Folan can be effective in, like, I like him as a as a good good enough defensive guy, you know, throws the body around a little, uh, you know, veteran, whatever, all that stuff. Um, I like him in a third-pair role. Like, I'll take Folan over McDonald, honestly. But uh, him and Ghost together, I just, like, I need, 
Like Ghost is out there to make plays. He is a playmaker. He is a difference maker. And when you're spending as much time as he's spending in the defensive zone right now, uh, and he needs to be a part of that as well. He's part of the reason he's so valuable is how he helps on the breakout and, um, you know, needs to needs to be better there. But it just seems like they only have five defensemen right now. Coming out of the preseason, this is the team I was expecting to see, not the shit show that was uh, blown out three times this season. And, David, I agree. Uh, you know how I feel about all the blowouts, and I think they're attributable as to the coach uh, and his personality. But remember, it's the Ducks and the Kings and who these teams are. Uh, it's not two, three, five years ago with these two teams. Um, you know, Ducks are missing a ton of guys. They give up the most shots in the league. They take the fewest shots in the league. Uh, the Kings are old and slow. These aren't great teams, but again, beating here you're supposed to be very important. Flyers win. Nice undisputed arity. Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> Even though Flyers win, I still want Hack gone. Me too, man, but come on. Enjoy a win. It's late. It's Flyers after dark. <laughs> I Trust me. At no point will you hear me say, you know what, give Dave Haxtell a contract extension. Uh, someone will cut that part out of this now and you know, spread it around the internet as if I'm advocating for that at 1.30 in the morning. Uh, I want to know what Dale Weiss did in the offseason to make himself so unweiss-like, such an improvement. You know, maybe it was hurt. Maybe it's just sometimes guys just play bad, new environment, system. I don't know, but this is the Dale Weiss we are promised. Um, Again, like he, I think his career high is like 13 goals. It's he's never been anything special, really, offensively. But you know, we were told he was the rugged Dale Weiss. He was a nice bottom six player who maybe has a little bit of offensive upside, but he's just going to do the little things right for you. Get in on the forecheck, loosen pucks up for other guys, and that's what we're seeing right now. And playing with a skilled center in Jordan Wheel and uh, another power forward in in Wayne Simmons. We're getting uh, – this is by far the best Dale we, we've seen now in, in year three of the four-year contract he signed. That dude was absolutely freaking invisible for two seasons. Uh, I always used to say – it's not – like when you see a guy make a bad play, like a, like, a, like an ugly turnover, at least he was trying to make a play – like you would go through an entire game and not hear Dale Weiss's name once. It was like, no, he didn't make any good plays, but he didn't make any bad plays either. That resulted, like, he just didn't do anything. And it's like, uh, what, what, what would you say you do here? This team just hates playing at home. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. It's, uh, I'm actually kind of interested to see what happens when they play at home now. Um, after this, after they come back from the trip, they have, uh, what is it, San Jose Saturday and then Arizona Monday, and then I think seven of their nine nine games for the rest of the month are at home. Uh, interested to see how that goes. Um, but you know what? If they if they use it like um, like the home fans who are just getting on them and turning on them, and I'm one of them, man. I I, I fully. I will fully take that, that I'm probably an overreactive, um, overpassionate douche about this team sometimes. But it's because we love them so much. We're all that way. We just want them to win, and when they're doing things poorly, we let them know about it. Uh, but if they get a little bit of we-all-we-got-we-all-we-need kind of thing going, like like the, uh, like the Eagles did after Wentz went down and everyone, you know, acted like it was a funeral um, – Hey, man, whatever you need, whatever you need to get going.
Nick, not yeah, Heather became or Latera became Weiss's supplier. It was an easy joke. I was gonna make it, but I decided to leave it to you guys, and you did. So thanks for coming through for me there. Solid game by Elliot. Elliot, huge down two men. Yeah, that's the point where he really did stand out. Um, I will always take an opportunity to criticize a goaltender, and I think there was, you know, some the 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 rebound he let up on the on the Kovalchuk goal where he put home his own rebound. Like, come on, man. But overall, again, Elliot solid um, and very good on the on the PK, especially that five on three. He was excellent. He was he was the reason they came out of that unscathed. Beat the bad teams. It's what they're supposed to do. Uh, had to write the ship, which means we're stuck with hack for the rest of the year. Dave, I, I listen, I understand that line of thinking. I just, I, I don't remember if I said this last show, but I'm at the point where I don't think Ron Hextall is going to fire Dave Hextall in season um, unless he, like, shoots Bernie Perrant in public. You know, like, I just, uh, I, I just don't think he's going to allow the players to dictate um, or allow the fans really to dictate uh, how he's going to run his team. And he was his vision is stability, and stability isn't firing your coach midseason. Um, and it's definitely not firing him in the first month. You know, now we're into November, so it's officially the second month. It's November first, right? It's today's date. Yeah, November second. Now that it's one thirty, but yeah, Simmons is here to stay. Great effort. I I love Wayne Simmons, man. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to see what happens. Uh, hockey locker rooms respect their teammates, unlike a fan base, a.k.a. the Flyers. Everyone on the roster earned it and deserved to be there. Yeah, no, it was, it was a good effort tonight. Gudis got, uh, got the helmet, right? Yeah, it was hell. <clears throat> um, really liking what I'm seeing at it. Like I said, Gudis and Sanheim looking like a good pair. Atomic Blom, uh, he saying, um, Nick is saying, I guess, um, Weiss wasn't bad, but I'd have to give it to Atomic Blom. He was real good. Uh, he, he was. He had a couple. Um, there was a point in the third period where he looked like he looked in the Penguin series, just like outmatched a little. But overall, I mean, shift for shift, he was, he was, he was a very good player. He just had like two shifts in a row where I was like, ooh, Limblom looking like, Late last year, Limblom, not the dude who's been really, really good this year. Bill, do you think they can go on a bit of a streak with the next several games? Two tough tests. Um, San Jose, we know what they are. You know, they're they've been up and down a little, but they're a very skilled team, and they blew the Flyers out. You know, eight to two at the in the Flyers' home opener. And uh, Arizona, better than you think. They're a good defensive team. Their record's starting to turn around a little. They had some good efforts that didn't pay off to start the season. Uh, Arizona's better than you think, so two good tests here before they come back home. Good time for a road trip? Maybe. I, they needed it. They clearly needed to get out of here, uh, get away from people like us. Uh, whatever, whatever, man. Do whatever you need to do as long as they're winning games. NAK on the third line, his forechecking is great. Hopefully one day, man, yeah. Um, you know how it is. He's going to have to earn it, as they say. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, – I'm looking forward to seeing – uh, NAK really, uh, really start to make a name for himself. Really try to, really try to stay. I don't want him to just be an injury call up. I want to see him, you know. And it's gonna, it's gonna come down to ice time. He, he can only prove so much. And, oh, gee, did I close out of the box score? I guess I did. 
what did he play tonight? You know, but I'm a I'm a fan. I, I I was a fan of his. Honestly, those suspensions last year, I'm for that. I think this team needs to hit and needs to be more aggressive. And yeah, sure, you don't want to hurt people, you don't want to throw dirty hits, and you don't want to put your team man down. Um, but I feel like he was just kind of being coached up to, hey man, really take it to him, really be aggressive. And uh, I think that was kind of how how he came to be suspended three times last year. He's going to be a bottom bottom of the roster guy, which means. Uh, you know, a bottom six guy, which means he's going to need to play physically, and you have to walk a bit of a line in that role. But so far, so good from what we've seen. Now let's see his ice time tonight that I've actually uh, – eight. So he got eight minutes, no time at special teams. And, uh, you know, that's up from the five minutes, he, uh, the 5.44, I guess he played last game. So hopefully his role just keeps increasing. I don't even remember a point shot all night. Play the play behind the net. Woo! Yeah, man, I love it. You know I love it. I love it so much. And, you know, when you play down low, you can still generate offense from your point men, as Provorov showed tonight. You know, second wave coming in late, pass from behind the net. Easy goal. Easy goal right there. Hey, Bill, what do you think about Lawton's play tonight? Uh, I kind of thought he... Uh, I don't know. Didn't didn't really didn't flash or anything. He was fine. Um, I I just I just, I want to see him at center, but that's not going to happen. Uh, not a ton of ice time. What did he get? Uh, yeah, eleven eleven oh six and three and a half shorthanded. So not a ton of ice time tonight. I didn't really think he stood out. He was standing out a lot earlier. Um, but hey, I don't want the fourth line guys to be impressing me that much because that means. The top nine, not. We need more setting up behind the net. Lines two and three are doing a hell of a job of it. Uh, I, you know, Drew does what he does, but I want to see him distribute more. I, they, they uh, hey, they did a good job tonight too. I just love what lines two and three are doing uh, in the offensive zone. I'm a big, big fan. Lawton isn't comfortable playing with Laterra. He's too slow, damn it. Yeah, it's kind of a, um, you know, Lawton's a guy who plays a north-south game, and Laterra is a puck possession, east-west uh, boards kind of player. So it's it's kind of two different styles there. Look what happens when the team plays lower in the ozone, like the last two games. Lots to like. And that's uh, – I want to see especially what they do against Arizona because, like I said, Arizona is a pretty good defensive team. Um, they real real uh, give up – or they don't give up a lot. They have the puck a lot. So I'm going to see what the Flyers do when they're challenged a little more. Um, you know, seeing it against the Ducks, it was just like, well, the Ducks suck. Uh, the, the Kings are a little bit better defensively and obviously don't have near the injuries on defense that the Ducks do. And the Flyers were still able to, uh, still able to possess the puck down low and make plays. So hopefully that continues as we, uh, as we move forward and see some better competition. Finally playing as a unit, not leaving each other out to dry. There's, there's definitely better puck support, just definitely some good. There was one point. I just it was the smallest little thing, but it was a uh, a uh, a king took the puck behind the Flyers net, and Gudis was on one side and Sandheim was on the other. And we've seen situations where nobody goes back. We've seen guys, situations where both guys chase and a tra trailer jumps in front for an easy one on o, uh, anything like that. And it was just the simplest little thing. 
Sanheim pointed and yelled, and Gudis went to the front, and Sanheim pursued. And it was just like, oh, my God, teamwork. <laughs> it's the little things that matter so much in the defensive zone. Because like I always say, you're really not allowed to play defense anymore. You're allowed to block shots. You're allowed to win races and break the puck out. That's what you're allowed to do on defense. Um, so you really have to be in good position. You really need to lean on your teammates to be in the right position as well. And it's little things like that uh, that I think are going to make a big deal. TK not doing much tonight. Yeah, he wasn't as engaged. Uh, he had that he had that breakaway. Um, he had that you know that rush chance where he was kind of dead at the end. Um, at the end of a shift, he had a long shift. Uh, I thought that line was good though. I mean, they're up against. Uh, I would love to. I don't have the head-to-head numbers right in front of me, but if you're up against Kopitar and your line finishes plus two, uh, it's a good night. TK is a streaky player, got a roll with it. Yeah, I mean, no, it's uh, a guy like him, especially young, is going to have his ups and downs and his his points, uh, his point streaks. But he, there are times where he's not scoring but is more noticeable. Didn't think he flashed tonight, but, uh, you know, the other lines did to make up for it, and he's going he's gonna to come along. Cut the goal differential down to minus 10. I mean, they are a minus six in their home opener. Like the goal differential, I think, at a like at the end of the season, you look at the goal differential and it tells you what a team is. Uh, but right now, just because they've been blown, I, I guess yeah, it does kind of show you what the Flyers were uh, shit for a couple of weeks. They got blown out so many times. So I take that back, Dave. You are right. The goal differential does show something, uh, and the fact that they're chipping away at it is pretty big. Sharks have been having issues lately. We should be able to take them. Oh yeah, no, the sharks are, the sharks are not a, uh, they're not as good as I thought they'd be. But I think it's just going to be an adjustment period. They have, it's an unconventional roster what they have right now, and I think it's going to take some time. I think they could really do some damage in the second half of the season, and I expect them to go on a uh, on a playoff run. They were my Ice Sport Radio preseason pick. Uh, that was, of course when they got Eric Carlson. That's when I made the pick for them to win the cup. Um, I have Sharks over Lightning, I believe, was my pick. Sharks over Bruins? Sharks over Lightning, I think, was my pick. Um, but they they definitely don't have it all figured out yet, uh, so you can absolutely beat them. There's no juggernaut out there. Uh, Noivy scratched as a medical for precautionary reasons. Yeah, I saw that too. I, I you know... It's Michael Neuvert, man. Maybe they're just managing him. It's like, eh, I don't know. I uh, They seem to be rolling. Think it's a concern once we head to Arizona because of jet lag. Or should we be all right? Difference in time zones seems to affect teams more so than some people realize. Yeah, I mean, traveling's hard. Traveling out west is hard. There's a, I mean, it's not so much uh, for the Flyers, but home field, home court, home ice, it's 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 why you want it. You know, it's why you want home ice in the playoffs. It's uh, it's definitely an advantage. Folan better than AMAC, I agree. Warm body better than Folan better than AMAC. Listen, man, I'm not saying Folan's like the answer or anything. I'm just saying as a third-pair defenseman, if you're going to have that, like, stay-at-home, physical, PK kind of guy, I don't mind him. By PK, I mean penalty kill, not PK Subban. I, I don't think anyone would interpret that as what I mean, but. 
We don't need need manic monitor hack. Uh, I'm not related. Oh yeah, Dave David Manning has a uh, has a Brandon Manning jersey, but I'm told it's only because they share a last name. But you're not related. I know, Dave. I know. Uh, still too much passing, shoot the puck, and increase the body contact. I think they've made a point to be a little more physical. They're just not the most physical team, but they do have to set a physical tone, and I think they've done that. I think they're doing a better shot job of getting shots towards the net. Uh, let's see. 31 shots on goal and eight blocked. Let's, uh, so that's uh, – let me see. I always – game summary? Guessed wrong again. I always guess wrong between the game summary and event summary. Again, I never, whichever one I click on is not the one I'm looking for. Ugh, I hate this. The NHL.com is the worst website. It's it's unbelievable. So let's see. 31 on goal, eight misses. That's 39 and, or eight blocks and 14 misses. So they took a ton of shots tonight. Um, they've been doing a better job, I think, of getting the getting the puck towards the net. Chicago is not enjoying Manning's wonderful talents. He used to live there and have a lot of friends that can't believe they have to watch him now. Um, I, I was interested to see what Chicago would do with Brandon Manning. I haven't really caught it uh, too many of their games yet, though. We have Chicago soon, I believe, like a weekend game coming up, so maybe we'll see him then. I certainly won't demand it when it's not warranted, but when do the Flyers get a fight here? I was thinking the same thing tonight, man. Like, come on, someone drop the gloves. I guess, uh, well, I guess Lawton dropped the gloves a couple nights ago, but it wasn't really a fight. Um, and then, of course, he got someone else dropped the gloves on uh, on him before he did, so that wasn't considered a fight. So I, they've had some near they've had some near fights. Uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm dying to see one. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't want staged fighting anymore. I get it. It's, it's a way, and you don't need it, and I want good players to make good plays. Um, God damn, man. Fighting's cool. It's fun to watch. Like, I know it's terrible. I know bare-fisted brawling is really bad for your brain. Bare-fisted brawling is bad for your brain. Bare-fisted brawling is bad for your brain. Uh, but I like it. I like seeing it. It's an element of the game that I fell in love with at a young age, and – it's I, I would love to see one, but gotta love seeing kids. Uh, gotta love seeing consistent effort from the kids. They've looked solid on the ice and making a difference on a regular basis. Now that they're getting a solid look, yeah, man, uh, it's 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 good to see. I again want to see Albay Q Bell get more ice time. Want to see Sanheim get more ice time. Want to see Patrick and Limblom keep it up. But overall, can't complain at all. Jordan Wheel as well. Uh, no penalties tonight. Someone might have pointed that out already, and that's been his main concern: is the, uh, you know, the the back checking stick penalties and whatnot. But it seems to maybe he's got that under control a little. They took care of business tonight, but let's be honest: these are bad hockey teams with backup goalies. Hey, man, I, I've I've acknowledged that multiple times. Uh, but you have to beat who you're supposed to beat. That's, uh, you know, you can only play who's on the schedule in front of you. And I want them, and that's why I want them to do the things they're supposed to do, and then I'm going to see it carry over when they play better teams, which they're going to be playing some better teams coming up, and I want to see it continue. Maybe we need to step it up as fans and wear the road team colors and cheer for them when the Flyers come home. 
Uh, what movie is that? Uh, Celtic Pride, when uh, they uh, they kidnap the Phoenix Suns' best player for the NBA Finals, and then he escapes and makes them wear Phoenix Suns stuff to the game, and they convince everyone they're only doing it because uh, they knew they were the problem. So maybe we need to do that too. Haig's D seems D game seems to be coming around. Haig is a nice player. Uh, I'm looking forward to watching really what he. I don't have a good read on on what his ceiling is. You know, uh, he's a nice player. I, I I don't mind him on a roster right now. He's K. I think he has a higher ceiling than he's shown. Um, he's a guy I'm looking forward to seeing as the season progresses. He does some things well. He needs to work on some things. I want to see – I just want to see more out of the kid. Dude, where's the bill face in the background? Oh, shit, I forgot to put it up tonight. Good call. Well, I guess I'll have to wait till Saturday. Two wins in a row. I'm just excited. Same, Nick, same. This is the first time they've won back-to-back games all year. you got to be excited. <laughs> Watching post-game, poor Simmons' face looks like a road map. What a beast. Yeah, man, I mean, it's not <laughs> – whoever pays him this offseason, he earned it. That's all there is to it. No matter what happens to him beyond this, if anyone ever deserved to get paid for past accomplishments, it's freaking Wayne Simmons. Do you truly think the Flyers can make a playoff run, not just make the playoffs, actually make a run? You know, when before the season started, I said, yes, I think they're going to challenge for the division. I think they're going to win a round. And if you, I always say if you can win one round in the playoffs, you can win two. And if you win two, that means you're in the freaking conference final. Um, as the season, you know, the first two weeks, three weeks of the season went along, I started to change what I really thought about this team. And now they have to earn my confidence back because, uh, you, know, you know, last week I was on here going, playoffs, LOL. You know, I, I, I need to see them continue this. And I need to see them continue this against better competition. Because they really shook my confidence in what uh, what 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 their absolute ceiling is as a team, you know, this year. And injuries absolutely play a part. Yes, we thought we were a, a good three line team this year because of partially JVR. JVR goes down four periods into the season. Suddenly, the depth isn't nearly what you thought it was. It's starting to come a lot. It's starting to come around though. That's one thing about early injuries. Creates opportunities for other guys. Dale Weiss wouldn't be getting this freaking opportunity, you know? Jordan Wheel took advantage of the Vorobiev opportunity. Vorobiev, awesome uh, awesome training camp, awesome preseason. Looked really good the first two games. Fell off. Jordan Wheel loses the 3C competition. Don't really know what his role is going to be. Now, boom, he's the 3C, and he's looking damn good. As long as he stays out of the box. Caveat there. Has to stay out of the box. So, you know, opportunity. Like Vince McMahon, I don't give guarantees. I give opportunity. Flyers, some some guys are stepping up, and uh, you know that's what it's going to have to continue. We're going to have to be a four line team. You know, there's going to have to be three, four defensemen who have great years. Uh, you know, Provorov has to come back around. Ghost has to get his level of play up. You know, Sanheim needs just Sanheim and Gudis just need more playing time. Uh, but yeah, I, I think they're capable of it. But we're going to learn more about what the mental makeup of this team is as the season goes along. I'd be calling for Hack's head if he hurt Perron. Yes, that's my that's my point in that statement is you know, only shooting Bernie Perron is what could get Hack fired at this point. 
Bernie could take that bullet and kick save it into oblivion. Uh, I mean, we are sure Hexy would fire hack if he shot Perron Bumblick. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Uh, as someone who lives in AZ, the Yotes have a solid youth movement happening. They absolutely do. Uh, I like what they've built there. It's kind of been a wait and see with them because for a couple of years, it's like they need to crawl out of the basement, right? But it looks like they are. They have some good young talent. Uh, they're starting to, it looks like they're starting to fulfill their potential. California sunshine seems to be good for them. Yeah, maybe that's it. Was the officiating as bad as the radio broadcast made it sound? I didn't think it was too bad. Uh, some light penalties, but honestly, anything with the stick is going to get called. That's my um, that's my thing. Like, is it a trip in the sense of did he just step on your stick or did you just poke him in the skates? Not really trip him, and he fell. Like, but anything with the stick is going to be called, so you can't defend with your stick. I, I didn't think I didn't think the officiating was that bad, but penalties were five to one. So. Let's not give us hope. The Flyers are a team of passion. They just don't show it in typical form. Uh, well, that Lindblom goal was a heck of a break. Yeah, man, I did not think that was going to count. So the fact that that puck got stick is is pretty sweet. I was absolutely stunned. They have the they gave him the Lindblom goal. Me too. Uh, Sharks and Yotes are beatable teams. We got to show up and not take Arizona lightly. They're a tough teams despite what their record shows. Yeah, man, uh, Arizona has been really good defensively. They were. Not they just had no puck luck to start the year, and their record started to come around. They're a good team. Uh, getting the first two goals, uh, getting the first goal two games in a row, different pregame ritual on the road seems more intensity to start the last two games. I just think everyone took it upon themselves to be like, what we're doing is unacceptable. And again, like the Kings, I think have given up the first goal as many times as the Flyers have. And again, the Ducks are bad. So this just needs to continue against the better teams. But so far, so good on this road trip. All right, let me scroll down, read a few more comments, and i got to get out of here, guys. Uh, hey, Bill. Hello from Saskatchewan. Are you Moose Jaw, Daryl? Are you from Moose Jaw? Nice back-to-back uh, -back win by Flyers. The Patrick Lindblom Voracek line was solid. Why would Elliot be yelling that his net is off when the Flyers are uh, cycling the puck in the L.A. zone? That was weird, right? Uh, man, I mean, anything can happen if it, the play just comes back the other way. No, no, I don't know. That was a, that was a weird. I, I found that odd as well. Um, probably the refs were pushing him to get it back on himself, and he was telling them to get bent. Seen that happen? Yeah, absolutely. Because if there is a turnover, I'm not. That's off, bro. I didn't knock it off. So, yeah, maybe that's what happened. He was telling them, no, I'm not doing that. We're in the offensive zone, and if they get the puck, you can put it back on. That's not my job. My job is to stop the puck, not do shit with the net. That's what I'd be saying. But I hate officials. I also hate goaltenders, and I would never be one because it would be like, oh, man, the worst. But I can see that being the conversation. Can't believe the PK didn't cost us a game. Yeah, Brian Elliott was good on the PK tonight, and that's sometimes what it takes. Penalty kill's not good, and it's probably not going to get too much better. You just need the goalie to get more saves, basically. Just need 12 points every 10 games, and that gives them a 100-point season. Things are getting better. I feel you. I feel you. Kings gave up 9. We have given up 10. Okay, so it's close. Uh, love seeing effective forechecking and low cycling. Love seeing tighter checking defensively. Love good games from badass motherfucker Brian Elliott. Hope it all continues against teams that aren't uh, that aren't bottom five teams. Hey, like I said, uh, they need to continue this. They need to build on this momentum. They need to take this style of play 
into games against better teams. You can't let the better teams dictate your style. Like, oh, yeah, well, they just weren't giving us the slot. Man, the slot isn't given. The slot is taken. Uh, and uh, that's that's what they need to do. I need to see them continue imposing their will in the forecheck. And when you do that, you break teams. You cycle long enough, the team, someone will squirt free, and you will get a scoring chance. Uh, so that's really it. Thank you for post games as always, Bill. Yeah, 159. I got to get out of here, fam. Thank you so much for tuning in. Flyers after dark. I will be back on Saturday with another late edition of the post game. I got to run to work. I am already late. Uh, so thanks for hanging out. And this will be posted on the site in the morning. If you're still up, want to hear me some more, I'm going to be on 94 WIP on the Big Daddy Graham show, as I am every Thursday night and the Friday morning. Have a great week, everybody. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.